0: Hey, it's Melissa Rivers, and welcome to Group Text. Stay tuned for a new episode. Welcome to Group Text. Sabrina and I have a great guest today. I mean, we are on, I I guess I could say, it is the eve of the Emmys, and we have really an incredibly interesting story with us. Ben Semenoff, nominated for directing an episode of Ozark. Very exciting. First time nominee, correct? And you had an interesting route to becoming a director, which we'll get to in a minute. But first, the big question. Number one, congratulations. Where were you when you found out? Uh, I was at home and I was... um... I guess intentionally
1: uh, in a different part of the house than my wife because I just felt like the the energy of having anybody else looking over my shoulder waiting for the news if if it was going to happen at all was too much and uh, and I guess we were watching the live the, you know the live announcements
0: which for it's people deep, who are not in the business don't understand they're at like 4 a.m. in Los Angeles so you actually were in New York so you were already awake waiting totally not awake. Waiting- yeah, not waiting for the phone to ring.
1: More than awake. I mean, I was just my nerves were for sure all firing, and uh, and then of course I didn't know that the live that the live announcements weren't going to include the directing category. So as soon as as soon as uh, they finished, I was like, wait, "Wait, what do I do now?" So <laughs> I started scrambling on the computer, and then I heard I was up in my office. I heard my door open. And my wife coming up the stairs. She's got her laptop. How do we find out? Uh, and then I, of course, I won. I beat her to the chase, and I just turned to her and I went. Uh, I got, I got, no, I got nominated.
0: Oh my god! What was her reaction? I mean, did you just stare at each other? Did she scream? Did she? I
1: think she probably said, "Shut up." No way. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, a big hug, and 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 then we we slowly worked our way back into the house. Uh, to tell the kids who my son, being as dramatic as he is, <laughs> fell down on the ground, you know, as, <laughs> as he <painted.
0: laughs> And how old is your son? He's twelve. Okay, so he gets it.
1: Yeah, he gets it. He's a musical theater um, fanatic as well, so he definitely gets it. My daughter, I think, even later that night, she said, "I still don't quite understand." She's only ten. What, like,
0: what any of this means? Right. Um, but he got it. So who was the first person after the family? Who was the first person you called? <laughs> um,
1: well, I, you know, honestly, I didn't call anybody because the, the phone just started lighting up with text messages and I got so consumed in replying to them that I guess the first real um, message I sent out was to my parents. Um, and I texted them both with just a screenshot showing that I had gotten nominated And I lost track of time. An hour went by and I hadn't received any, like any response, no call, nothing. So I I called my mother and I I said, uh, I sent you a text this morning. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Did you want me to read it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that would be great. And I waited on the phone, you know, and, and of course she was, you know, just exploding with joy, and then I did the same thing with my dad, who wasn't with her for some reason in this COVID world. I think my mom was getting her nails done. Uh, <laughs> um, my dad, I call him. Same thing. Uh, did you get the text I sent you? Yeah. Did you want me to read it? Yeah,
0: I wanted you to read <laughs> <make> your <laughs> text. I love. Like, I didn't just send it because. By the way, my mother the same thing. I would send her an email saying like, I did, and I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, and she'd be like, Oh, I, I haven't read it yet, or Oh, was I supposed to? Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. You know, it was a lot of that.
1: The best, the best response to getting a, to to sending somebody a text or email is, was I supposed to read it?
0: Yeah, that's I mean, a good
1: one. That's the only thing you're supposed to do with it.
0: <laughs> no, I you just gotta did this. Love it. You're like, wait, and I love the fact that you're like waiting, like. Oh yeah, like waiting yeah, I'm all day while they're reading it. Yeah, and oh, you you had a very interesting, <laughs> crazy. or I think interesting route to directing. Um, you were going to be a doctor?
1: Well, I don't, you know, I, I was on my way, at, you know, educationally speaking. I mean, my mother is a physician, so I think I, think I just kind of felt obligated to pursue a similar career.
0: Because you went, uh, you were at Temple
1: University. Well, actually, I, oh, was no. at, uh, I was at the University of Pittsburgh at the time. I was uh, a neuroscience major. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't mean to laugh, but I just love how everybody gets to where they are because it's rarely a direct route. Totally. And if you think
1: I I, I laugh when kids say this is what I'm going to be or that's what I'm going to be. And it's just like, just just live, you know, life is going to navigate your destiny for you. You know, you don't you don't know at 12 what you're going to be. But I was studying neuroscience and uh I I kind of had like a I had an injury that you know had me laid up for a while and I started kind of evaluating my life and I thought well if if I don't get into medical school and I'm a neuroscience major and I was kind of like doing the math I was like so that means I'm just going to end up in a lab somewhere dissecting brains and if that that was the first time I went like this does not make any sense for me whatsoever so I uh I had always been into the arts uh growing up and I'm, I guess I'm a little too practical to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back into the fine arts and then end up, you know, in a loft with five other dudes in New York City, <laughs> you know, starving. So I really loved movies. And so I just, um, I had some buddies that were maybe in uh, California at the time s- being successful. And I thought, I love movies. I can do that, right? So I transferred yeah, to people. Yeah, because it's so easy. Oh, because it's so easy, right?
0: It and it's such an easy business to break into. So, but what? What I want to know is when you made that transition, did you tell your parents, did you live it out loud, or did you say, mm, I'm going to wait a semester and then I'm going to let them in on a little secret? <laughs>
1: it's a good question. No, I, I actually, um, I, I, I lived it out loud. I told my mother, who I was fully expecting, being that she was a doctor, that she was going to go, what are you doing? With, are you crazy? You're going to go. Uh, I told my dad and my dad, his first response was, I always told you that's what you're supposed to be doing with your life.
0: I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Funny, was this a conversation that he had in his head? Because my mother had a lot of conversations, apparently, with me that (laughs) happened that I did not know happened.
1: Exactly the case, totally. I mean, even even when I called him and told him that I got nominated, he said, "Ah, I knew that was going to happen. Of course. I I, I, I could have told you that.
0: (laughs) So how did your parents take it?
1: They 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 took it well. I mean, I think I'm sure they were... They had their reservations not knowing anything about the business really you know um and i mean i didn't ha- i didn't know anything about the business but i i i've always kind of been keen on going head first you know full steam ahead into things so i tr- i gave, i rolled the <laughs> dice it worked out i guess
0: clearly it's worked out and you didn't you know uh, for people who don't know our business Very often when someone becomes a director, they've either gone to a very fancy film school, but you start out either as a production assistant or a writer, or you become a cinematographer or a DP, and you kind of work your way sort of through the system that way, and then you start becoming, you know, a first AD, a second AD, or the worst job in the world, the third AD. Right. Only only worse by the second who gets shit thrown at their heads. Right. Um, when people don't want to come out of their trailers, you started out as a camera operator. How did, first of all, how'd you get to that? Cause that's not the normal, normal path. No. And, and what,
1: you know, what basically happened was, uh, after I graduated school, I, um, because I was on the way to, uh, you know, going to medical school, I got myself a job during high school and college working at an emergency room. At a local hospital, and when I pivoted and, and shifted gears, uh, and was about to graduate, the the administration from the hospital approached me and said, "Do you want to produce a video for us? We have a this brand new facility we want to promote." And I thought, "What's the harm in that? I mean, I'll, I'll make I'll produce this video. Um, but then I'll go to LA and start my career." And that one video kind of became two videos became three videos became me asking my father who was retired at the time. Do you want to, do you want to go into
0: business with me? Do you want to, do you want to invest?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Good. Good point. Uh, the, the, the more, the the more backhanded way of asking that question is, do you want to go to, (laughs) um,
0: not that he didn't see
1: right through that ploy. Totally. Totally. And he and I, you know, we busted our butts for, uh, eight years with that business and um, we we grew it from a business that was operating out of basement to you know having a, a building and a staff uh, and and uh, along the way i bought this piece of equipment called a steadicam for people that that aren't familiar with what a steadicam is um it's this kind of body mounted camera so it's you like put a this huge on. harness almost. yeah a huge harness and all the way to the camera is suspended off, off of that harness. Uh, but its goal is to let you kind of move freely through spaces, upstairs, things like that. And it was made very popular in movies like Rocky, where uh, the camera chases Sylvester Stallone up the, the uh, art museum steps in Philadelphia, things like that. And so we bought a little inexpensive one and uh, it was impossible to use, like it was so hard. I, yeah, and it's got like thought, the, the
0: arm balancing over yeah, I mean, it. No. It's it's very, if people don't know, they should Google what a uh, Steadicam looks like.
1: You look you look like a cyborg when you yeah. wear it, and uh, it looks for if you watch somebody that can operate it pretty well. It looks pretty like automatic. You know, this look at it; it's, it's easy. Put it on, and it's impossible. And so I started training on how to use that piece of equipment, and became. Uh, enamored with operating camera, and the whole culture behind Steadicam. So uh, I started living this double life, you know, we had this business that we were running. And at the same time, I would sneak away, and I would find some low budget movie to work on or, or a music video or something. And it, it came, you know, both of them grew steadily, but I was more in love with operating camera. So eventually, after about eight or nine years, I closed the business. And you know, went full steam ahead into operating camera
0: on at that time, thankfully bigger shows that actually, bigger you know, I mean, bigger shows is an understatement and major, major movies. Yes. I've had some, some good ones. Yeah. And what they said, I read that you were cinema, uh, camera operator of the year. How many times?
1: Well, I was nominated three times. I have, I have yet to win. I'm, ho- oh. I'm, I'm hoping that I've saved the win for the Emmys. It's,
0: so, to, how did you pivot to directing from being like one of the best camera ops in the business? And people don't like when one of the best shifts because then a lot of other directors are losing your expertise.
1: Yes. Well, I tried a few times. I, um, I, I, you know, probably about seven or eight years ago, I found myself realizing that, you know, I wasn't into cinematography. It, it wasn't speaking to me. And as a camera operator, that's the natural evolution, you know you, right. know, you put the camera down, now you start telling the camera operators what to do and lighting and things like that. It just didn't talk to me and, and I was spending a lot of my time on set, um, you know, working with directors, um, hashing out what the plan was for the camera blocking and how it might relate to the uh, actor blocking. And that clicked like that made sense. Uh, I would lean in and listen closely to conversations they were having, uh, the directors and the actors or the director with any other department head. And and I realized that that was for me. That was, that's what I wanted to do. And if I, if I couldn't find a way to make that happen without taking the path through cinematography, so be it. I would just continue operating camera. And so I started asking for the opportunity, uh, whenever I could, um, You know uh, uh, like you were mentioning earlier in the in the kind of like the the path to anything in our business it's all about i think leveraging your value from what you've become good at uh and so i was a good steady city cam and camera operator so i kept trying to leverage that for an opportunity to direct yeah you want me to do another season of the show of course i would but can i have one episode to
0: direct uh, what, was first, what was the first? It didn't work? It didn't work. Who ga- it didn't work? It didn't okay. work. Okay, so who then gave you your opportunity? If
1: it- it, I tried twice. It didn't work those two times. And then um, I took a similar route, but slightly different. Uh, I had done a movie with Jason Bateman, uh, Jason's second feature film, and we hit it off. And he then later asked me to come and do Ozark. But at the time, uh, I was trying not to travel that far from home. Uh, Atlanta is much further than New York City for me, so uh, I passed. And uh, really? Jason, yeah, I I, it, I was super bummed. Um, uh, first off, because for anybody that doesn't know Jason or hasn't worked with Jason, he's a wonderful guy, wonderful human being. He's um, a great guy, great, really guy. great, um, and awesome to work with. For me, at least, I I had a great time on the movie. So I was really bummed. But it, you know, again, I was trying to stay home for the family. And then a couple months later, he sent me another email and he said, turns out the operator we ended up hiring has to leave the show. He got an opportunity to direct on a show he had previously been working on. And I thought, oh my God, this is like the perfect springboard for our conversation. Let me just let him know where I want to go with my career. Uh, maybe he'll be, you know, he'll, he'll be kind of responsive to, to my interests. And so I said, I'm not looking for anything in writing. I'm not looking for any kind of guarantee. All I'm looking for is a champion for me directing eventually. I don't know if it'd be second season, third season or a different show entirely. But if you said to me, I'm behind that idea and I will help you, uh, eventually get that opportunity, then I will. Uh, I'll come to Atlanta and finish the season out. And so he sent me this amazing, like two-page email back where he was like, "Of course, this. I, I totally see you in that role. I've already started talking to producers about it." Um, and so I. Packed Man, just like any down.
0: good, like any good producer, you'll just say anything <laughs> to get the person you want. You're, he's like, "I'm going to give you this kidney. Don't worry about
1: <laughs> it." <laughs> There's always the risk of that, and I had to totally just base this on trust. And um,
0: and it, it, he, he, true to his word, he he held up his end of the bargain. Now, we all talk about, like, Jason has a reputation of being a great guy. Now, he's yeah. also directed episodes of Ozark. Yes. Um, so when you were directing yours, and you ended up directing a few of them for Ozark, did you ever feel like he was maybe, like, looking at you and, and going, like, mm, I, I wouldn't do it like that? Did you ever feel like he was sabotaging you or, or getting inside your head, making you question yourself? <laughs> That is a good question. Um, or do you no. like, you know, like when you would look over and just be like, you'd be like, well, I, I wouldn't do it that way. But who am I to tell you?
1: No, he's actually uh, very hands off with directors. He really wants to encourage directors to try things and not feel like there's a producer or a writer kind of looming over every decision. Uh, that, that, you know,
0: with And that, obviously we're saying this in a joking manner that, you know. Yeah, no, but 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 in honesty, he's he is is he a good producer to work for and an easy actor to direct? Because it's an all star okay. cast. I mean, the cast of Ozark is insane. That has to be intimidating.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, they're an, they're an amazing group of actors. Um, it wasn't terribly intimidating because they were people that I had been working with for a long time and. Uh, they truly, along with the crew, were brooding for my success. So I never felt like um, they weren't welcoming some sort of contribution that I had, although, you know, maybe they wouldn't take it. But, and and, and honestly, to go back to, to, to Jason, um, he's a great producer to work for. Uh, in an acting uh, capacity on a show that is his show, it's a little different. It's harder because um, he can do whatever... Really, whatever he wants, and that's an interesting position to be in when you're the director that can't do whatever they want. There's a script that I need to, you know, be um, loyal to. Um, so I would find myself preparing and preparing and preparing and preparing for a scene, and then we would we would get to that the day where we'd be shooting the scene, and he'd go, eh, "I'm not gonna. I don't want to do it in the bedroom. I want to do it in." This other room, or or I want to just change the nature of the scene altogether, and you go, oh wait, wait a second, I've just been preparing for two weeks for this scene, and you want to change it. Um, so that's the only tricky thing. And um, did he ever I, do I, that?
0: Did he ever do that and go, ha, just kidding?
1: No, no never did that. But um, he, I did. I did quickly solve the problem, which was just to have conversations with him well in advance. Uh, About scenes go to his trailer a couple days ahead of time and say hey, you know We've got this scene coming up in a couple days Uh, Anything you're thinking in particular before I you know I kind of put anything in motion and we'd have a nice conversation about whatever ideas he had and that would solve it Then I would come to the day and at least feel prepared Uh, It's never good to feel like the, the rug's been pulled out from underneath you
0: no, and nowhere in life. Not a good feeling. So tell me, most people don't know that you can only submit one episode. Who decided to submit your episode and what made it special? Well, I,
1: I decided to submit my episode. <laughs>
0: uh, hey, uh, hey, you're your yeah. best cheerleader.
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought about it last a season with the episode I did uh, last season, which was a penultimate episode, which yes. is for those that don't know, it's the second to last episode. And oftentimes one of the best uh, from a writing standpoint. Um, and I didn't, uh, I, I'm sure I thought, well, I'm just a first time director. What, you know, what, what are the chances uh, this year? Um, <laughs> I, I, I waited to the last second and um, when I realized that nobody else was going to submit it for me, I turned to my wife and I said, is, this, is it worth it? It's like, i got to pay a submission fee. And and she said, of course, it's a fantastic episode. And so I said, well, all right, I'll roll the dice, you know, put it out there.
0: Um, and, it, and it paid off. That's, a, wait. just looking back, I mean, who, because you've worked, especially well, both on the TV side, but really also on the feature side, what director that you worked for have you learned the most from oh i know that's a big question
1: that's a that's yeah i mean it's a it's a it's definitely a difficult question because what's interesting is is being able to kind of cherry pick things you love from different directors because i'm not sure that you ever work with somebody that is everything you want to be uh but you're like wow that's amazing how he can let that roll off his chest or wow it's amazing how he speaks to actors or um but I would probably have to say that, um, and not to—I'm not trying to blow any smoke. But uh, Jason's probably the the best director that, or the director I've learned the most from. To be honest, um, that could that could be because of the volume of time I've spent with him mm-hmm. as a director. Um, but he's 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 amazing. I mean, he's he's a he's great. He's a great actor. Uh, but from a directing standpoint, he's not only excellent at, at working with actors because he's an actor, but he's, he's excellent at working with everybody. And he always, has, he always inspires a great attitude from the entire crew. Um, he has an excellent way of, of you know, relaying ideas, an excellent way of shooting down ideas. Because for me as an operator, What I love is working with a director that's willing to listen to my ideas. Even if he turns down nine out of 10 ideas, it's nice to be part of the process. And Jason is amazing at that. I I kind of, even there's been times where I've even like uh, compared it to um, couples therapy, you know, where, (laughs) you know, you have have puppets and you're trying to like, (laughs) you're speaking out your ideas, you know. I think we should put the camera over here and uh, we should move the camera from here to here. And the should and then he, well, I understand what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, (laughs) but what I'm, and he'll, and he'll engage with me in these conversations, which is amazing because he's listening to me. Sometimes he takes my idea and runs with it. And other times I get to hear his inner, his inner thoughts about why he's not doing something I suggested and doing something else. And so that's amazing. Um, so I've definitely learned the most, I think from any director,
0: you know, yeah, it's like, it's me. like couples therapy. Totally. It's totally couples therapy. And I, one thing I do want to say is cause in, in this interview is about you, but I've known Jason a long time and it is really amazing to see him at this place in his career where the industry is respecting him on every level as an actor, as a producer, as a director, it's, it's, he's definitely played his paid his dues to get to this point point. And it's totally. it's pretty amazing. So of course, let's go back to the shallow place where I'm 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 happy. Um, <laughs> what are your plans for Emmy night? Because this is going to be the weirdest Emmy <sighs> ever. I mean, no. I, I, yeah. I heard they're sending everybody cameras to set up, so you can be like in your house and and how they're. I mean, it, it's you know and done and dusted. I believe is the production company doing it, and they're phenomenal. So I feel like if anyone can crack this, they probably can. But it's it's gonna be a little bit complicated. I mean, it's who are be you gonna? Unique. It's gonna be. Where are you gonna be? Who are you gonna be with? What are you getting dressed up? Are you serving snacks? If you don't win, <laughs> are you gonna just go to black on your camera, or you can take it, throw it, in yeah. anger? Just like, right come on. Wall. Yeah. yeah just be, no, I mean, just give the uh, finger on live TV. <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> Wouldn't that I'd, be I'd, awesome?
1: I'd, that would be amazing. <laughs>
0: just to be like. <laughs>
1: such anger Uh, i i uh i think i've come you know i think i i will be very comfortable i don't think there'll be any middle fingers thrown uh yeah i i think i'm pretty comfortable with the fact that this was pretty amazing just being nominated so where are you um, gonna be I'm going to be at home, I think, with my wife and kids, which is awesome. I mean, I don't know if, if the event was in L.A. Eh, that I would bring my kids and they would be able to be there. Um, so that's amazing for them. I'm totally getting dressed up, and my wife is totally getting dressed up. I mean, that was the first thing she said, I'm buying a new dress. <laughs> um, I mean, I know there's actors out there that are saying that, you know, they're going to gonna show up in pajamas, which is great for them. I mean, good. they been to a dozen Emmy celebrations. This No, bad,
0: first. bad. My life is fa- I'm ar- Part of my job is fashion. Bad. Dress up, stand up, give me a twirl. <laughs> 100%. I'm going to be in a tuxedo. My
1: wife is going to be in a dress. Uh, done up, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, we're going to be at home. I, I haven't decided if, uh, if anybody else will be invited over. My wife is kind of like, do you want the stress of other people? Or do you want to just kind of make it the four of us? who knows but there will be hors d'oeuvres i'm sure might i
0: suggest one thing don't drink heavily do not text your parents maybe you (laughs) want to have them facetime so they'll be in the moment real time (laughs) you know i think that that might be an easier flow for you that's a good piece of advice i will not text them (laughs) (laughs) well we wish you the absolute best of luck thank you so much for taking the time i know you're incredibly busy i hope one day we can meet in person i would love that. just what a fantastic story and we wish you the absolute best 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 of luck oh
1: thank you guys it was a real pleasure being able to kind of talk with you guys even virtually uh about this stuff it was real fun
0: thank you thank you thanks guys